The button has been pushed. Commencing podcast now. What's all that honking? Welcome to Pop Tech Jam, the independent audio magazine about consumer technology, pop culture, and tiny little pieces of plastic that you shove in your ears. I'm J.D. Beersdorfer. And I'm Pedro Rafael Rosado. We will do some news headlines, as we are wont to do, and I of believe course. El Kaiser here has one of those aforementioned doodads that you stick in your ears I'm, to I'm listen s- to music. I'm still in Bluetooth heaven. All I'm right, still, so like, this kicking has been Bluetooth quite style. the turnaround. Yeah, it really is. It All is. right, so uh, before we get to the news, do you have any other, did you get your Star Wars tickets? No, I did not get my Star Wars tickets. That's because you're uh, you're you're waiting for the crowds to clear, right? I am waiting for the crowds to clear. Listen, I just, I won't do it anymore. I'm not going to do that, like, first day, like, 12 a.m., 2 a.m. showing for Star Wars anymore. I was so disappointed. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. Yeah, I, I'm not going to put myself through that torture. I had all of the movie ticket alerts set on my phone, and I was out doing a alumni dinner when they did go on sale, so... Still being a, a bit of a nerd. I did not get you know, the, the opening day, right, you know, right. bright. I was like, you know, that's going to be nuts. I'm just going to go for a respectable Friday night and the week with nice. a little Star Wars. Okay. And so I was uh, in in the back of a cab, got the alert that, oh, they're on sale. So, you know, last time I tried this Fandango was just plots in. So the Adam Tickets alert came up first. Got you know, got them no problem. It's a very speedy little ticket site. I think it has less. I don't know if it's just less known than Fandango, so it doesn't get hammered on the server end, or if they're using more efficient technology in which to get you into the uh, ticket and seat selection process. It's Atom, you said. Yeah, Atom. Yes, and I believe they're backed by some Hollywood folks. So. I may have to try Atom because I had this issue this weekend. I'm embarrassed about it. No, oh dear. Embarrassed about You're it. You're down Abbey tickets? No. No, spirited away. Uh-huh. Okay, right? There was the uh, the animator. I can't pronounce his name, so I'm not even going to try. Japanese oh, the anime. guy who did Princess Mononoke? Exactly. Yeah, okay. They have, every year, they have a festival. Yeah. And, you know, they show these movies, his movies. And Sunday, they showed, they had a one o'clock showing on okay. Spirited Away, and my daughter was excited. Yes, because totally she's really proud. into the manga and the oh, anime, she right? she really is. Totally. And she was going to take all her friends and treat all her friends. It's like, okay, fine, no problem. Uh-huh. I'll buy the tickets. Fire up Fandango, order up four tickets. Fine and dandy. My daughter goes, she has it on her phone, Yeah, blah, blah, blah. I had punched in the wrong theater. Oops. Yeah, totally punched in the wrong Uh-oh. theater. Uh-oh. So I was mortified, mm-hmm. completely mortified. So I think I'm going to have to find, I'm going to blame it on the app, yeah. of course, not yeah. me. I would I, yeah, I did yeah. nothing no, it wrong. was probably defaulting to your it last year's theater course. or whatever was closest geographically, regardless of where you wanted to actually go Thank to the movie. Thank you. You see, you're with me, JD. Yeah. You're with me. But I'm gonna try Adam. <laughs> it's well and it's a very it's a it's a dark mode interface. Uh, instantly once you get in, shows the theater seats in very high contrasting colors, so you can immediately see which seats are already taken, nice. which are available. A lot of the, the Star Wars uh, tickets because I People just rushed on this. Like Thursday course, was yeah. gone in yeah. no time. So I was looking at Friday and and you see, oh, you know, everything but the dreaded front row. Mm-hmm. And, and even with the recliner seat, the front row I don't think is as bad no. as it used to be when, no. when you've got, you know, giant screen up your nose. But but still, second row was the closest I'm, I, I go in these. And I, I prefer actually on the back wall because you don't have anybody behind you. Correct. I think um, that's, my, that's my mood too. Back but, wall. Uh, yeah, back row, last row. 
Yeah, and if you can get center where you're not underneath one of the Dolby speakers where you're hearing a very <laughs> specific channel of sound. Because yeah, exactly. usually in the back, it's a boom, boom, boom stuff. And, yeah. Yep. And unless you want the vibrating massage chair, maybe you go a little more center uh, there. I, I'm going to wait a couple of weeks before I go. Yeah, just wait till the, the hoopla. Everyone's going to spoil it anyway. Yeah, so you it's might as well. be spoilers all over the place. Yeah, so. well, I think they're already, already trying to spoil if one reads the fan sites and, you know, people are really? decrypting the poster with microscopic observations. I don't know. It, it, it'll be the end of an era, shall we say. It is, it, no, it's not. They're going to keep cranking these things out. Well, for, for this particular line, I oh, mean, okay. and they put Fair these enough. tickets for sale on Carrie for what would have been Carrie Fisher's birthday, October right. 21st, so a little right. nod to her. But yeah, I, th- I think for the Generation X original... Star Wars fans who remember seeing it, uh, I think, before the age of 12 and just having this be kind of a big part of your life through high school. And, and then, you know, th- th- this, is a, this is a big thing. It is a big thing. But all I'm saying is I want a solo, too. That's all I want. All right. Have, have you written to the uh, the powers? I want a the... solo duo. What do, what do I yeah. want? Yeah, I want, <laughs> want to... I want a sequel. Well, I, I really enjoyed that movie. And you're on board for The Mandalorian, right? Oh, With your Disney Plus it. subscription. I'm waiting to, I don't even know when I can subscribe. I'm, I'm ready. They're taking pre-orders on Are I, they? Well, you, you can do it for the $6.99 or if you go and just pay the full year in advance. I yeah. think it's like 70 bucks for the whole year. All right. Well, you know, you start doing the Go to the Disney Plus site. You can do it now because I already signed up. There you go. I'm, you know, uh, I, I'm I did the, the annual because you save a little money if you, you do, do the annual fee. I'm all set. I'm and all then you set. don't have those pesky little, you know, monthly things showing up on your, because then you start to realize just how many channels you subscribe to and you're like oh, ah, dear. you see you see that's it that's it right there yeah all right well while you are uh, punching in your disney plus subscription i shall <laughs> roll into the news roll here because we don't want to keep the listeners from hearing your thoughts on your wireless earbuds uh, for your samsung well thank phone. you yes so so uh well, well let's start here amazon prime and other companies that offer quick delivery times for online purchases have been a uh, boom in business thanks to both speedy service and their customers' love of convenience, or shall we say laziness. Laziness indeed. Um, but as the New York Times reports, this boom in business is echoing all over the streets of New York with more than 1.5 million packages getting delivered every day, upping uh, the city's gridlock, as you can imagine. I can imagine. Yes, because you, you too have seen those those big carts of packages just rolling down the street and falling oh, off yeah. little carts and getting in my... Oh, yeah. It happened to me literally. No joke. This morning, down the stairs of my building. Yeah, you know, and the, the programmer and writer, Ellen Ullman, has always said, you know, we're going to be, the society is going to be divided very soon is who's doing the delivering and who's getting the deliveries. I think that's Ooh. going to be the big uh, the big divide here. Nice. But anyway, getting back to the news at hand, there are about 1.5 million packages getting delivered every day. The average number of daily deliveries to households in New York City tripled to more than 1.1 million shipments uh, from 2009 going up to like 2017, which I guess is the last time that they've measured it. So we've tripled to more than, than these millions of shipments. Uh, to get all those boxes delivered, UPS and FedEx drivers are double parking their trucks on the streets and blocking bus and bike lanes. As you can imagine, people not happy about that. We haven't even got to the electric scooter people yet. <laughs> uh, parking violations are up 34% from 2013. Now, while the city is raking in more funds from all those parking tickets, though, pollution and traffic congestion are on the rise, uh, leading some big retailers to start investing in warehouse space around the city. I believe there's a big one going up in the Bronx. Yes. To keep uh, more of those goods closer to customers. So so all of this people just sitting on the couch ordering stuff is having this total butterfly effect on all of the traffic in New York. York, warehouse space. Totally destroying the world. 
And plus, oh, that reminds me. I got to go to Amazon. Yes. <laughs> go to a mom and pop shop. Um, so, so, and the Times says this very long story that just looks at this whole chain and how it's happening. So it's quite interesting if you are sort of intrigued by these huge societal shifts. And the, the problem looks like it's going to continue as long as people keep ordering stuff online. So that's uh, sort of the state of the package delivery. But there is that other uh, emerging form of quick delivery, and you know where this is going. Uh-oh. Yes. Drones. Yes, yes. The United Parcel Service, known for its stylish brown uniforms and UPS logo, has won government approval to operate a fleet of unmanned delivery drones. The company said the Federal Aviation Administration awarded its drone division uh, an airline certificate, clearing the way for it to expand its medical and pharmaceutical deliveries uh, to hospital campuses and eventually out to a wider swath of consumers. That's going to be fun. Now, a large commercial operation for this isn't spooling up quite yet, however, as drones still won't be allowed to fly beyond the site of the operator without an FAA exemption for each route. Right. Uh, Each flight will also need a separate operator, as of now. But a UPS spokesperson said the company will eventually apply for a FAA permission to have a single operator fly multiple drones at the same time. Yes, attention spans and whatnot. Um, So they're going to be pushing against that and trying to to move beyond. FedEx, DHL, Google, and Amazon are also working on their drone delivery programs. So can you say air congestion on top? Oh, I can definitely say that. Although I don't know if they could get the license to to do the drone deliveries over New York City. I can't imagine that happening. I don't see how it's even feasible. We got so much stuff going on of here. Course. I mean, the, the trucks are bad enough if you put the layer in the air and, and also New Yorkers. We've talked about this before. Yes. It's just going to be a mess. All right. Update. Yes. I signed up to Disney Plus. All right. Did you get the annual subscription? Fee? I got the annual subscription. Yes. I, I believe it starts money. next week, November the 7th. 14 right? days, actually, according to this thing. Okay. I guess. I think maybe it's wrong. I don't know. Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe it's the 12th. It's November this week. It yeah. is November. Okay. So Just in time for Thanksgiving. So so you're you're in with the D Plus. I am in. In with the D plus. There's no app though. Oh yeah, because I guess they have to to write that so you can wait. download yeah. it and actually watch yeah. stuff. Actually, they, they have to wait. But one thing about this drone and the delivery stuff and the the, the trucks destroying you know society as we know world. it. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Have you noticed all these storefronts are empty in New York? Or they're nail salons, which is kind of suspicious. It's really suspicious, but it's sad. You wait, even when you go up, like. You go up into the fancy neighborhoods in Manhattan. I mean, I'm talking like the real fancy neighborhoods. Oh, yeah, the one where like the little dogs have their own yes, Gucci purses. exactly. Yeah. And they have open storefronts and signs that say reasonable rents. Mm-hmm. That's not good. Yeah, if you hear reasonable rent in New York, you know they're hurting. Yes, they're yeah. definitely hurting, especially if it's a landlord. Yeah. That's something. People are forgetting is, the, the physical something. shopping, although in defiance of all this. Yes. Nordstrom, the mighty department store from the West Coast, has opened a huge facility in Manhattan on 57th Street. Family owned. Yes. Still. So, so they they're were trying never, to... They were never... The only thing in, that they used to have was a Nordstrom rack. Yeah, which is the discount outlet. Right. right. And now this is the actual store. Yeah, this is full on Nordstrom with four floors of makeup and shoes and all the uh, things that one used to travel to California or am, Jersey to go to Nordstrom I am for. officially banned from going to the shoe stores okay. at Nordstrom's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm serious. I'm not even joking. What, one might have a, a impulse purchase problem oh, there? Me? No. Yeah. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Have I told you about my Samsung Galaxy books? Yes. <laughs> I guess we're going to be hearing about them soon. Yes, we will. All right. Well, we're moving on. Yes. Um, but still uh, faintly speaking of Amazon here, uh, Microsoft has come up the winner in the contract for the $10 billion U.S. Defense Department cloud computing project. Yeah. 
The project, called Joint Enterprise Defense Infrastructure, also known by its oh-so-timely acronym JEDI, brought Microsoft into competition with Amazon, that other provider of cloud computing services. Wait a minute. Doesn't Amazon own a certain newspaper? It does. Well, the owner of Amazon the owns owner. a certain newspaper, okay, fair yes. Enough. Fair enough. And that newspaper does not please certain people who work in the government. Right. So these rumors immediately began to pop up as soon as it was announced that Microsoft won this contract. But snagging the deal highlights just how far Microsoft has come from when it was mainly known for its desktop software, a gaming console, and poorly selling mobile phones. So now it's kind of rebounded. It's got the tablets, the whole Surface thing, and it's really zooming on the Azure cloud platform. Yes. So so they've really turned it around there. But again, the, the rumors of uh, perhaps Mr. Bezos was uh, being punished for his newspaper, which he doesn't have any editorial control, no. but just owns it. Uh, just throws a bunch of money at it. Yeah, yeah. But the, the, the newspaper might have been displeasing people who may have had a say in the contract. Yes, so we, we don't know if it was... We don't what, know. You know. We don't know. What the, people the, are saying... People are saying. Yes, people are saying. <laughs> By the way, we have a Surface tablet right in front of oh, us. Oh, yes, it is. I see the little, little logo there. Shiny. Yes. Spotify. I know The them. streaming uh, music service out of Sweden, yes, I believe. Yes, that is uh, going 24-7 at the Rosado household. Yes. Uh, well, you guys are helping it along here. Uh, Spotify did better than expected in its third quarter earning report, announcing surprise profits uh, and more subscribers than it expected to be signing up to its <laughs> premium service. Shares of the company went up 12% on the news, and Spotify said it was adding about twice as many monthly subscribers as was Apple for its competing Apple Music service. I, st- I actually, I never got rid of my Apple. Apple. Really? I still so have you Apple. just hit the credit gonna, card every month? It's one of these things where it's like, do I get rid of it? Do I keep it? Eh, I'll, I'll give it one more month. And yeah. I never use it. I never well, use it. Well, if you got it. the Spotify going all the time. Yeah, I do. I do. My kids, a, they're all about Spotify. And is there really anything different on either service? No. That dude, Spotify just got a better interface? And Yeah, no, I don't do any of the like the fancy stuff, like the, you know, the, the, the relationships they have with the artists. I don't care. I just want to hear my music. Yeah, you just want your tunes. Yeah. So. But uh, Spotify's uh, number of premium subscribers went up 26 million in the past year to 113 million at the end of September. Slow subscriber signups, though, in the second quarter did concern some industry watchers who thought that maybe uh, local, uh, more fine-tuned services may be cutting into Spotify's mm. overall growth. Uh, so this third quarter thing was a really nice uh, little bit of happy. For of course, them. you know, in my fevered imagination, I I have this picture where you know, like. Somebody's screaming down the hall at Spotify, you know, hey, HQ, Jurgen, we made money. We oh, made money. It's been a long time coming. It's been a long time. You know. Yeah. Well, I, it's, it's, it's good for them. They're, yes. they're succeeding in a world where the big five kind of dominate. And if there's a Jurgen at Spotify, I'm sorry. I mean, it's not, this is not an insult directed at you. Yeah, this is just, just a, a, name. a generic yeah, because, Jurgen and Pendrick. Yeah, because yeah. they're in wherever, in Scandinavia or wherever. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So. I just insulted our Northern Europe fans, right? Maybe a crass generalization, but not, was, not meant yeah, as an insult. Tough. No, it wasn't meant to as an insult. No, we, we love you, Northern no. Europe. If I'm going to insult you, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know it's going to come. Yes, we know. We love you, Northern yes, Europe. Yes, we do. Now, Apple did some updating this week, uh, not particularly Apple Music, but pushing out iOS 13.2 along with an updated version for the iPad OS. As uh, you may recall from previous shows, we've had a number of dot incremental updates to fix things that were problematic when it rolled out. My old iPad got a 12.4.2. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So that's as far as it could go. Oh, yeah. yeah the, I, I updated my iPad to uh, the, the 13, whatever it was, uh, for iPad OS and immediately saw that it had Seemed to have borked the iTunes library. Nothing bork, was showing. Bork, bork. Rebooted yeah. it, though, and it was okay. There so I think it's just sort of a, a sloppily installed update. I think I might have to get a new iPad. What do you think? 
they just uh, introduced some new ones. They and, did? You know, they, yeah, well, yeah, they had that, uh, and that, uh, you know, because the, the middle of the line one yeah. got you know, the, the big boost and the screen's bigger now. I don't know why they don't just make, like, announcements every couple of months about stuff that they have coming out. They should do that. I know, I mean, because <laughs> we really watch the tech news all <laughs> I'm such an idiot. Yeah, no, no. You you, you were too excited by the the three eyed iPhone to remember that they had no, that little ten point two. It's I... still freaking me out. I am not even exaggerating. I see all the ads now. You like you see all these celebrities that they're taking their selfies with. Yeah, it. I can't even look at their picture. All I can see are those three freaking eyeballs staring. This thing has really got an Edgar Allan Poe thing going for you here. I get freaked out easily by stuff like that, and I've passed it on to my kids. You yeah. Know all right. right. Well, you know the genetic or the whatever, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> But uh, anyway, back to the, the yes. iOS software. Back to the iOS software. Uh, it adds those Siri privacy options that we discussed a couple of shows back yes, where yes, you can indeed. have it not be uploading your, your audio data everywhere. Also has the new Unicode 12 emoji set, which I believe has the banjo in the set now. Nice. That one's good for you. It is about time. Yes. And uh, that deep fusion camera processing software that only works on the new aforementioned iPhones. Yes. Uh, for for better uh, algorithms to yes. help you make your photos. Yeah, that, that stuff is finally out. They had announced it at the iPhone event. Said, oh, this will be coming later. And so now it's later and it's here. So that's there. The company also announced an expected update uh, to its AirPods wireless earbuds. I think the rumors have popped out that they were going to be doing some stuff with their wireless buds. And lo and behold, here it is. The new models will cost $249 and be called AirPods Pro. <laughs> Jeez. That that's what they're calling them. They'll have active noise cancellation, a transparency mode, so you can still hear noise around you if you need to kind of have your wits about you. There's also some water resistance uh, built in and a all-new lightweight in-ear design. Really? Yes. Uh, Apple's press release on the new models says that it come with three sizes of silicone tips, and then it also goes into detail on something that Apple is calling the ear tip fit test, which I know you have talked about, the mm-hmm. importance of Absolutely. silicone tips and seals. And so this must be a new thing for them because they have a whole paragraph about this in the uh, press release. But this ear tip fit test is uh, supposed to help make sure users get the best audio experience from the AirPods Pro by testing the quality of the seal and identifying the best ear tip size for the wearer. To quote the press release, after placing AirPods Pro in each ear, advanced algorithms work together with the microphones in each AirPod to measure the sound level in the ear and compare it to what is coming from the speaker driver. In just seconds, the algorithm detects whether the ear tip is the right size and has a good fit or should be adjusted to create a better seal, end quote. That's like porn for audio people, isn't it? Or are you just like you heard it before? It's crap. It's crap. It's crap. That's made up stuff. It's made up. So the the silicon ear tip things are important, but the algorithm you were not buying? No, I'm not buying that for a second. That's ridiculous. You know how you check to see if your seal is good? If the music sounds good? Yes. Hello? Yeah. That's the way you check, people. It's kind of a binary thing. Yes, it's very straightforward. I have even one better. You know what? You know how you check if your silicone seal is good? You get a comply foam tip, and then you'll definitely get a good seal. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm saying. I've been saying that for years. Yeah, you have. I, I, I've listened to it before. You know, you know you're know. you tired of listening <laughs> to it. No, no. I, I remember because it it's back in the day, before the silicon tips became the thing, yeah. it was that you had that little that foamy thing. Yes, and, exactly. and they didn't really work and they then they got all nasty. Yes, and, yeah. yes. They still don't work and, you know, they, they're still nasty. But they will give you a better seal and they're actually better for working out people because you will find out very quickly you exercise nuts with the you know your pro earbuds 
that once you sweat it up, it's going to slide out of your head, folks. Mm-hmm. Period. Period. No algorithm is going to help you with that. But yeah, anyway, I'm, so, I digress. So you were calling BS on the ear tip fit test. I'm calling shenanigans. Uh-huh. All right. Well, well, they're out there now. So um, if someone were to send you a demo, you know, you're yeah, I'm not. I'm not putting <laughs> yeah. them in my face. Yeah. No. <laughs> now you. Well, you have your new ones that we're going to talk about soon. Galaxy Buds. <laughs> <laughs> like that. It's like if Galaxy Quest met Airbuds. Yes, yes. Exactly. <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, Instagram. Oh, yes, I'm it's, in a snarky mood today. You are. Well, I you really know, am. it's it's you know, it's that time of year. It's a, the weather's getting colder and we're yeah. getting a little snarkier. Exactly. A serious note about Instagram, though. They have pledged to remove photographs and images of suicide and methods of self-harm from the platform. This move is largely in response to the death of a 14-year-old girl uh, in Britain who killed herself in 2017 after viewing and posting such graphic content. The parents were very distraught because when they finally got into her feed and saw what she'd been doing, clearly teenagers have been known to project a lot of this stuff yeah. and, and perhaps something could have been done had they known. So so th- this is a good thing. I think I they're agree. helping to, to save uh, teenagers I from doing this sort of thing. Instagram, as you know, owned by Facebook. And despite its defenses about political lies being free speech, Facebook has actually taken down at least one fake ad in recent no. weeks. Yes. The ad in question claimed U.S. Republican Senator Lindsey Graham supported the Green New Deal, which, as uh, some people oh, know, was is that the, the was that the AOC ad? Yes, yes, the progressive uh, package of uh, climate change and other measures. To, AOC uh, Alexandra. Ocasio Cortez. Yes, yes, Congresswoman of New York, uh, and uh, so, so Lindsey Graham uh, from South Carolina. Not, not a fan. Not but a fan. Uh, this whole thing was paid for by a political action committee instead of a actual politician. Mm-hmm. So this is why I think uh, Facebook was felt okay to knock it down. Really, uh, it was part of a stunt by a group called the Really Online Lefty League. Really, I wonder which way they. they I, yeah. I wonder. So. Uh, Yes, so Facebook will will rise to the occasion as long as it's I guess not in the name of the actual politician. If it's a pack, then that'll do it. But also in Facebook news, the company's AI research division says it's developed a machine learning system that can distort video of someone's face enough so that facial recognition systems can't identify that person. Hmm. Could come in handy in certain authoritarian countries. This is all a part of, of research, you know, because deep fakes, you know, people are worried yeah. about that yeah. and uh, manipulated video. But a paper on the topic states face recognition can lead to a loss of privacy and face replacement technology may be misused to create misleading videos. So the paper goes on to say, recent world events concerning the advances in and abuse of these face recognition technologies invoke the need to understand methods that successfully deal with de-identification. De-identification, a new word there. Our contribution is the only one suitable for video, including live video, and presents quality that far surpasses the uh, literature methods. So... Do they have something or are they working on something for little people who have the exact same face as their parental units? Um, I, I assume that's got to be some – or like for twins. Are, yes. are you having issues with uh, someone being able to Allegedly. open your phone? Allegedly. <laughs> yes. Well, as you know, my daughter is a spitting image of me and I think at one point she was able to access my, uh, my Samsung. Uh-huh. She can't open up my iPhone. Uh-huh. Samsung – it actually worked once, but I'm I'm doubting it. Uh-huh. We're going to do some testing. This could be a very uh, you know the yeah. the the, uh, the whole uh, familial ties thing. Mm-hmm. Weekend project. Yes, there you go. For the name of science. There you go. Now in Google News, Reuters and other news outlets are reporting that the parent company, their Alphabet, Alphabet uh, you know yes. which owns Google, is in talks to buy Fitbit. 
Really? Yes, uh, Fitbit, oh. those uh, cute little fitness, wearable fitness trackers. I got that, a draw uh, full. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, the nice little strappy ones that predated the yeah. Apple Watch and all of the other uh, wearables. Neither company is commenting about a potential sale at really? the moment, though, right. as you might expect, if negotiations are still in the delicate phase. Alphabet's going all in on the wearables, aren't they? Yeah, well, they, they have some Android Wear stuff. Yes. And I've read one story that said, oh, Google has not gotten on the wearables. And it's like, yeah, they have. It's yeah. just nobody really wears them. No, nobody wears um, them. Nobody buys them. So, so maybe maybe Fitbit's the magic uh, key for them. They have the brand name. Yeah. So, so we'll see if that, that sale happens. Uh, also, Google News. While Google's Play Store has traditionally had a bigger problem uh, keeping malware off its electronic shelves, uh, they have been stepping it up. I'm seeing the Play Protect mm. kick in a lot more. Yes, absolutely. Um, Me too. And, and so they're making strides there, but Apple's App Store is not immune. Uh, I know Apple likes to tout its safety and security they of do. its App Store. But the mobile security company, Wondera, recently announced that it found 17 malicious apps that uh, managed to sneak into the iOS App Store uh, under Apple's watchful eye. Google's probably sitting back laughing. The bad apps, which included a calculator and a uh, yoga pose library, ran uh, invisible ads in the background of the device, uh, which generated phony website clicks to inflate revenues and probably ran the person's data plan down. Uh, Apple has since bounced the offenders out of the store, but uh, it's it's a helpful reminder that uh, all app stores everywhere uh, can be uh, subject to this sort of bad behavior. It's not yeah, just Google. I, and the thing is, if they look iffy in the store, yeah, yeah, they kind of sort of are. Yeah, go go with your name brand developers uh, and uh, reviews. Be, yeah, and and also make sure it's different people reviewing too, Correct. instead of a lot of the cut and paste. Yes, uh, but yes, they say yes, the same yes. thing. Now, uh, in a bit of unintentional irony in a closed-door, all-hands meeting, Google CEO uh, Sundar Pichai admitted the company has employee trust issues, and those comments were immediately leaked to the media. (laughs) Okay. Yes. Mr. Pichai said the Big G has been struggling with how to deal with the internal debate over controversial topics, like the hiring of a former Department of Homeland Security official that some Google employees, I think, were very openly dragging in public due to the Department of Homeland Security's uh, reputation with things on the border and immigration. So uh, the Google employees were not happy about that. Mr. Pichai said, uh, to the question about your trust, I think it's one of the most foundational things for the company. This meeting was in Google's headquarters in Mountain View, and he said, I take it seriously. But as seen with um, walkouts and other protests in the past year, Google's employees have not exactly uh, been shy about pushing back against management. Don't know where this is going yet. but So, so they value the trust, and immediately it leaked to the media. So. Oh, boy. Yeah, you know, these all-hands meetings stuff always gets out. Always. No matter what the company is. If they're a big-name company, it's going to get out. Yeah. And finally. And finally. Those still clinging to Windows 7 have just a few more months left before that system hits the same end-of-life expiration date that retired Windows XP. Uh, Now, while the last dance for Windows 7 is January 14th, 2020, many people have moved on and have finally stopped complaining about Windows 10 Mm because I guess it got a little better and smoothed out. Which means it is time for leaks about the next version of Windows Yay! to hit the web. And here they are. Okay. Uh, now, uh, unconfirmed screenshots posted online recently showed off Windows 10X, a version of the OS that is supposedly designed for dual screens like foldable devices. Because I think foldable is going to be the, the next big thing. And, and a few shots uh, show uh, you know, these sort of very like flat foldy tablets, I guess, uh, perhaps a variation for your classic laptops. But in this early leaked version, the start menu is referred to as a launcher and consists of web search, an area of static user-definable apps and web pages, and a list of recommended documents. But there's also a new file explorer, action center, and better facial recognition software also in the mix. No idea when this is coming out. 
But uh, Microsoft, as ever, is uh, trying to push Windows onto different types of screens. And now that they maybe have Windows 10 kind of stabilized and and people aren't hating on it as much, it was never going to be, you know, Windows Me, Vista, or Windows 8. But, you know, 10 10 had some bumps in the road and seems to have— I did like Windows 9, though. Yes, yeah, yeah. it's always been your favorite, it's hasn't been it? My favorite. Your Windows 9 t-shirts yes, and your logo absolutely. mug. Yeah. My iPhone 9 too. Yes, you know. Really liked it. Number 9 was very good for you. Yeah, very lucky number. Yes, your favorite Beatles track too, right? <laughs> yes. Um so yeah, well we'll see when Windows 10X comes see. out. But uh, in the meantime, if you want to read more about all the things we talked about in the news section today, you can find those at poptechjam.com. Up next, I think we're going to hear about some other earbuds. <laughs> JD. Pedro. I don't know if you know this, but I'm all in on the Bluetooth stuff. Have I mentioned that? You, you showed some enthusiasm on a recent show, Yes, have I? I believe. Okay, yes, good, good. Uh, but, So this uh, is not a surprise for folks. But, well, this was, when we first heard it, it was a surprise because uh, you, you were not one for the wireless audio due to the degradation of the sound and having to recharge your earbuds. Exactly right. But you know what? It's gotten to the point, as I've mentioned before, I talked about the Jabras last yeah. time. And it's gotten to the point where Bluetooth is almost there. All right. So I'm dipping a toe. All right. So it displeases you less, and so you're trying it out. It does. But as we mentioned in the news, AirPods. AirPods Pro. Yeah, now the AirPod Pro. It's all the rage. You know, you pop it in. It pairs automatically. It's seamless. It starts playing your music. You hit the thing, and you get your call. It gives you your voice messages, series whispering in your ear. People are digging it. I felt kind of jealous. I got to admit. You are an audio guy. I am an audio guy, and I wanted that seamless, whispery type thing going on. All right. So. All right. So I went out, and I searched, what could I do? I have a Galaxy phone, so I went and got Galaxy Buds, and that's the name of these things. Galaxy Buds. Galaxy Buds. They look like your standard. They look a lot like the uh, the Jabra's. Same, similar design, big beefy thing you put in your ear, and then the silicone tip that you jam inside your yeah, ear cap. but no white plastic or glue on the inside? No. Well, I mean, I'm sure there's a certain amount of glue, but it feels more substantial. All right, so it's not the, the glossy white plastic that no, all of the Apple definitely not the have. glossy white. They give you options for color, though. That's the interesting thing, which is oh, probably yeah. something that the AirPod Pro X yeah. is probably going to do. Like, I can get the Aura Glow Silver, which is the same color as my phone. I didn't go in that direction because black case, black outfit, that's my thing. It's New York. That's my jam. So I'm not going to get some fancy thing. They got yellow. They got white. Well, silver would look like you have nails in your ears. Exactly. So, I mean, I'd be exactly. a little, you know, maybe for Halloween. But. Black. Straight up black. Yeah. Period. End of story. The nice thing about the buds, first off, is they sound good. The weird thing about it is they claim that it's tuned by AKG. Now, apparently Samsung either owns, I guess I could dig into it and find out. I don't want to. I don't really care, to yeah. be perfectly honest with you. But they have a relationship with AKG. Let's leave it at that. All first. right. So, and they're doing the drivers and the electronics on the inside of the buds? They don't even say that. They just say it's tuned by AKG, regardless right. of whether or not they actually do the physical stuff inside. These buds sound really, really good. They actually sound better than the Jobbers. By just a little bit. Uh-huh. And this is across all types of music? Across all types of music. 
What I've been noticing with the buds, which I'm sure a lot of people have noticed who have actually been down this road before me. Bud road. Bud road, exactly. Yeah. Is that for devices like the Jabra and the Galaxy Buds, and I'm sure any other myriad of you know high-end buds that are out there, the software is increasingly important. You know, you have to have the software to be able to modify the EQ, to change the ambient aware option, which is part of the, the feature set of these buds, which is essentially you switch this thing on and you can hear what's going on around you. Mm -hmm. It degrades, obviously, your listening experience, but, you know, it lets you see that oncoming taxi cab you know, that lift thing. driver or you know, that amazon cart that's bailing your money. exactly that's falling down do you get a battery hit if you use the eq or some of these yes more absolutely you do. i mean features you're going to because you're driving the base a little higher you're you're making it work harder so yeah there's going to be a battery hit but the battery life on these buds has been pretty impressive and the little charging case is very impressive it runs down you need a quick hit you pop it into the case for 15 minutes. That is, of course, assuming your case has a charge itself. Yeah. 15 minutes gives you another like hour and a half worth mm -hmm. of audio. So theoretically, you can get all day sound. You know, you charge your case, you charge your buds. You got about five or six hours on the buds. They, if, you're, if you're hitting them hard and by the middle of the day, you're out. Yeah. In the middle of the day, you're out. You can pop them back in the charger and get at least another four or five hours out of them. Okay, so enough to get home. What, what's theoretically the price on these? One hundred twenty-nine dollars. Ironically, no, it's I not mean, bad. The, the, your AirPods Pro are two fifty. Two forty-nine. Yeah. 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 The irony here is that they're actually cheaper than their first version of earbuds, which I think were called like Icons X or something like that. Mm -hmm. They were gear icons or something along those lines. I really like the way these things sound. The thing about it is it is a very, um, what's the word? It's an open, it's a spacey, airy type sound. And mm -hmm. obviously that's the way they've, AKG has EQ'd. So you don't feel like you're in a basement listening no, to metal. No, you huh? don't, you don't. The ambient sound option is very subtle. So it's not like the sound comes rushing in at you. You just realize that, oh, I can hear voices. And again, with the software, like I mentioned, ultimately very important with these things. Sony has the same thing. Uh, Jabra. You, you, tweaking the options will give you a better listening experience. Okay, so a, a little uh, input here from you, and then you get better output. Absolutely, yeah. And you tweak it to, to however you like. You want a little more bass? Okay, that's fine. You want a little more ambient noise and of course you also have the options of double tapping tr you know triple tapping swiping i haven't gotten all the hand gestures down yeah you know it just looks like i'm picking at my ears yeah but you know you have those options just to you know you double tap it stops you triple tap it you know it skips and all that stuff i'm still f working that stuff out but i really am enjoying these things i'm enjoying the fact that they last me all day that's a Especially, that's a beautiful especially thing. Especially impressive, and all of this EQing and adjustments. You're doing this on an app through the on phone, through the phone that connects to the earbuds. And exactly. Makes them, okay. So essentially, what's happening is, yeah, okay, you're not you're not necessarily driving more information into you know you're not changing algorithms on the buds. You're changing it on the phone, mm -hmm. and that's just pumping through. Okay, so then Bluetooth experience outputs the altered signal to the exactly. Earbuds. All right. I really like these buds. Really, really like. Wow! These buds. Never thought we'd get you off those corded models, but 
Um, I'm not giving them away. In fact, in my bag, I have some uh, Bowers and Wilkins mm-hmm. uh, P3s. Yeah. So, you know, I always keep a wired set just in case. Just in case. You know, plus, I think there's this common thing, too, and, and, you know, we hope it never happens, but one falls out of your ear, goes into the sewer. It's happened. It, I mean, one the, of them dropped out on the bus. Yeah. I was in a panic. Literally, I was crawling around on the floor of a New York City bus. Yes, this is a modern first world problem. And now. there was an older woman. I, I, she was looking at me, and she literally, no exaggeration, did you find a child? <laughs> I was like, yes, I did. Did you ma'am. lose your earring? Yes, yeah. I did, ma'am. Yes, I did. Thank yeah. you. That's good. People on the bus are much more polite. Than they the are. People oh, on the subway. Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, I'm glad the, the wireless experiment is going well for you. It is going well. I mean, I, I don't know if I can afford to get more of these things, but, you know, I'll keep uh, I'll keep the information flowing. All right. Well, thank you. It's gotten me, you know, thinking about wireless. I'm, I'm still You're married to the cord, too. But, but yeah, you know, I, you know, the freedom and not, like, slamming the cord in the door. But then again, the, the, the loss factor. Yes. So. It is important. So anyway, uh, something to think about. Yes, we should say uh, adios. We should say we should. We, we, we thank, thank the bros. Thank you, bros. Thank you, bros. Builtbybros.com. If you think it, they will build it. Yes, and thank you to all you listeners as we are sliding into the latter part of fall here. The yes, weather's indeed. getting cooler. The good movies are coming out. Yes, the adult movies. Yes, and uh, you know, life is getting a little more, you know, intense, I yes, guess. of course. So much more stuff to do now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, in fact, I'm going to, to see uh, the New York film Harmonic next weekend, Little Symphony next day, Linda Hamilton and Terminator. Nice. So I got my high low culture thing going here. Dark Fate. Gotta love it, you know. Linda Hamilton with the rocket launcher. Um, but uh, so until then, uh, when, when, when giving you that sound, you are, you are. Uh, until next time, when we're back with more, I'm JD Beersdorfer. <laughs> I'm Pedro Rafael Rosado. Also providing the percussion track. Everyone have a lovely week. Bye.